You are listening to the Drew and Dan Podcast Network. The following is brought to you by the Expatriate Breakfast Burrito. Welcome to the Drew and Dan Podcast Experience. Hey, everybody out there in podcast land. Welcome to the Drew and Dan Podcast. We're so excited we to be here. We are here. It is Drew and Dan, and there is a third party. Do my eyes deceive me, Dan? What are you seeing on your screen? I I see a man, a handsome man, in a beautiful cabin surrounded by redwoods. I, is I that? Couldn't, <laughs> I couldn't who, tell if it was a man, that? a myth, or a legend. But I say uh, all three. I we, say all three. We are so uh, excited to welcome Joel Dombrow back to the drew and dan podcast joel thank you so much for joining us well it's a delight to be with you and you know i'm here to set you guys straight i'm here i'm here for an important reason i know you brought the big guns in for this topic of convo tonight so uh, no super excited to be here and and um, yeah, we're going to have some good banter. No, yeah. And uh, so, yeah. Dan, I mentioned that Joel is back on the podcast. Joel is one of our first guests. Joel, do you even remember coming on the Drew and Dan show years yes. ago? Vaguely. Uh, so I'll give you a little context. I think it was Peyton Pritchard's freshman year at University of Oregon. And we asked the oh, question, wow. is Peyton yeah. Pritchard an NBA <clears throat> player? Freshman year of college. And all three of us unanimously said Yes. At a time when it wasn't really a lock, but because we know ball, mm-hmm. uh, I mean, what That's happened? Right. I mean, we we spoke it into the universe, and it and it came true. So, three guys who know ball are are, are basically what this podcaster is all about. Yeah, that's right. That's <laughs> right. Mean, absolutely. Well, absolutely. Yeah, we are. Uh, we're here for a very important reason, which is <clears throat> we're going to talk our all-time top ten NBA lists and conversation. We were. We were talking off off mic about this, but uh, and I don't know about you guys. Before we get into our list, maybe we hit a couple of things. I know for me, I thought this was going to be an easy assignment, right? Because you just hear people with their top ten lists all the times, and it's like, oh, I probably don't waver too much from that. There might be like one or two guys that. So, but this was really hard, and what was hard for me, and I'm curious if this is what was hard for you guys, is like I would have I would enter the conversation with the rule in mind, right? Like. I'm going to rank my top 10 based off rings completely. And then I'm like, well, I get two guys down the list and then it's like, Oh, so Larry Bird's not going to be on my list or like, you, you know, it's weird. Like Robert Ori is. Yeah. Yeah. Of course. Robert Ori is. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Way too Steve far. Kerr. Way too far. <laughs> Drew is not a Steve Kerr fan, but what, did you guys feel the same way? Was it hard for you? Did you find, do you guys feel like you found a groove that you kind of assembled your team into? Kind of, you know, Joel and I have had this conversation a lot actually. So that's actually why I thought it was important to get Joel on the show because he has thought this through every angle, every possible way. We've had a lot of conversations. We've had conversations that have gone into like, the top 20, 30, 40, 50 players 
of all time. So, I mean, we have analyzed and, this every possible way. Um, and for but, Drew, they're all warriors. And for Joel, they're all blazers. But no. And Michael uh, Jordan, I guess. To really get down to that 10. And yeah, the criteria, we should talk a little bit about what our uh, each of our different criterias were. But what do you, Joel, what was your thought? Narrow it down to 10 final in stone. It's live on the air. People are going to listen. And it's out there. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's a big, it's a big, I'll call it a calling. It's a big calling. Um, But here's, here's, here's what I ran into. The top three for me were really easy. Then I had the next five and that was easy, except the order was a challenge of those five, but the five were easy. And then, so that's eight, right? And then you have this kind of chunk of the rest, you know what I mean? And it's like, who's worthy of being in that top, top 10. And yeah. so I, I'll just tell yeah. you guys, I mean, I shared earlier, but like, I didn't go back into like the fifties and sixties and seventies when they were playing with like, you know, literally a peach basket. Okay. Yeah. I Bob, mean, Bob, Bob Cousy with his head down one hand behind his back, <laughs> dribbling like this, like Cousy, <laughs> George Mikan. But here's the thing, like, and that's why I left out, um, Bill Russell, for instance, the, the wow, game was so completely. different. Yes. Wow. I just, he's out, he's out. And here's, here's mm-hmm. why you guys, and people talk about his 11 titles. Yeah. He's got 11 titles. There was eight teams in the NBA. Ooh, okay. That's, that's so you're basically, you that's start smoke. the season in the quarterfinals. Okay. <laughs> you're, okay. you're already there. Joel, I just saw Dan crossing names off his list as you were speaking. Dan was like, oh, no. Uh, Joel, yeah, keep talking, Joel. Keep talking. Uh, Give me one second. Okay, good. Jerry West is gone. Oscar Robertson. Anyway. So I just, (laughs) so for me, so for me, I started in the 80s. I feel like that's the modern era. And, um, you know, uh, and it's also the era, like, I was alive and I watched and stuff like that. So anyway. Yeah, it's hard. Yeah, definitely. I think, you know, we'll get into criteria a little bit, but I think the eye test, like it would be hard not to let the eye test play into it, especially for three guys who know ball, as we proved earlier, you know, the eye (laughs) test is going to, is going to, it is, it's just going to play into what we've seen, what we've experienced. Um, And I'll, maybe I'll just ask this question, Dan, I, you know, I don't know how you want to present the list or how you were thinking we might, but um, I'd be curious to know what, if we all have the same top three, even if the order might differ slightly, I, I, I'd be curious what each of our top three is. Cause to well, me, that, there was really I, a question. I know for sure we don't. Cause Joel, um, I have Russell in my top three and Joel doesn't have him on his list at all. Oh, yeah. okay. Let's but, yeah. Uh, that's, but, that's cool. Was but. there anything <laughs> <laughs> before we get into our list, were you guys surprised by anyone you left off your list or were you surprised that anyone snuck into your list? A, a little bit for me, uh, not what got left off because my criteria, um, which is the right criteria, as you'll see in a minute, <laughs> um, the, people were just excluded. But a couple people snuck in that, you know, could be controversial. I don't know. I don't know what, who you guys picked, actually. So we'll is see. it Chris Mullen? <laughs> okay, first of all, first of all, how dare you be first the name of Chris Mullen? I, I wasn't. I, I learned everything I know about shooting a basketball. I learned from Chris Mullen, and you've seen me shoot a basketball, Dan. So <laughs> let's just leave it at that. Yeah. Um, oh my word! Um, yeah, yeah no. To answer your question, there are a couple guys that might probably aren't. You know, might not be in your list, but um, yeah, it was definitely. 
definitely a challenge. Like I said, those last couple spots, okay. um, cause a lot yeah. of guys could, but I will say it helped. Um, I will say it helped leaving the, the older guys out. So that's kind of my approach. Yeah. It does feel like even just with 10 guys, there's like three separate tiers, right? Mm-hmm. There's the top three or two or whatever. If you are like Joel and leave Bill Russell out, which is wrong, but there's that <laughs> top tier. Then there's the middle tier, which is like elite, elite, elite. And then there's another tier that's also amazing, but it's like six to seven other guys, you know? So it's hard to pick just two out of those. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, you guys got anything else you want to say before we dive in? And also, want- let me ask this. Do we want to start, Joel, or, uh, Drew, you're probably going to ask this. Do we want to start from 10 and work our way up to one or do no, you want to start from no. one and work our way no. down to 10 one and one and down because I think it becomes uh, like more of a wild card as you like Joel. So as it gets harder. So um, yeah. I, yeah. I, I'll, I'll just kind of jot down notes. Um, do we want to say anything about our, each of our individual criteria, even if quickly, like I can just yeah. share mine. It was, yeah, uh, yeah. I, I went partially on resume uh, partially, you know, partially on skill set. I'm like a chef putting together a fine recipe, right? Part resume, part overall skill set, uh, part impact. And if you don't know what that means, I can't help you. You just have to know. I mean, you, you know it when you see it. Yeah, impact, yeah. Joel's nodding. Okay, Dan's nodding. You guys were with me. Uh, the eye test, um, recency bias plays into that. When you think about the eras, like Joel said, you know, I you know, I think we'd be lying if we didn't say, you know, a little bit of that recency bias plays. So that's just kind of where I, where I was thinking a little bit. Anything? Yeah. You know, want to add to that for me i i put a really high value on titles um which you can guess with my bill russell pick but but beyond that um drew i think you hit the nail on the head impact is huge so there's like there's definite intangible and i feel like a lot of people who talk nba today it's it's like all 100 stats which is stats are are important but um but I tried to like not when I was researching this, these guys, obviously like finals performance, if you have good finals performance, that's a big deal. But I tried to avoid like just looking at stats and um, Joe, I did. I grabbed, I think, two guys from the era that you're talking about that you left out just because of the impact thing, because of impact on um, on the league at the time and kind of what it means to be an NBA player today. Um, yeah, yeah, so that was kind of. What, what? Dan, you're a classic. Dan's list is going to be I, retro. I don't blame you for having, you know, all 10 of your guys in the 60s. It's yeah. just. Well, it sounds uh, like you do, but go ahead. Go ahead. Well, I mean, no. <laughs> I, I, I mean, obviously, Bill Russell's worthy of being in the top 10 all time or whatever, but it's just, it's so hard for me to, to judge a guy I never really saw play. And just based on stats, I mean, back then there was way more possessions. So you had guys that would average 24 rebounds or whatever. Well, that, it's just a different, it's a different era. It's a different game almost. So anyway, no, but, but I, no, I don't blame you for having Bill. I, I blame him. And here's why this is a good conversation. You're right, Joel. Uh, I've already labeled I have a rebuttal. I, I've already labeled Dan's team, short shorts team. Uh, Dan, <laughs> Dan, Dan, do you want to give your rebuttal now or let me piggyback off Joel? What are your thoughts? Yeah, I'll just say really quickly because, and maybe this is because I I have a soft spot because everyone is using the bubble championship against me. But here's my argument. Here's my argument against that. It's not like the Lakers went into the bubble with 
an advantage over everyone else. It's level playing field, right? So the NBA in the 60s was the NBA. It wasn't like Bill Russell was like, hey, Bill, here's all these advantages over all these other guys, except sort of in some ways. But but it's like everyone was playing the same game. All the teams had the same advantages and disadvantages of the other teams. And the same thing can be said about today's game, right? Like Giannis or, or the Golden State Warriors didn't win because they had advantages over every other team that were like unfair. They won because they were the best team and they had the best player. So like, I don't know. Okay. But he, um, so here's my list. My list was the top 10 best basketball players of all time. Oh, so, yeah, this yeah. is a thought. This is a thought. What if, and uh, maybe I'm wrong. I'm willing to be wrong because I didn't watch him play. But if you put Bill Russell in today's NBA and put Andrew Wiggins on him and say, lock, lock him down, you're going, you're in jail. Like what happens? What, what do Bill Russell's numbers look like? That's a, and, that's and a I totally don't different, no, totally no, 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 different no, conversation. No, no, but no, it's not. It's the same because I would like to posit that, you know, if Bill Russell plays in today's NBA, he's, you know, just okay, maybe. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe he dominates. I don't know. But if you put Giannis, who's not on my top 10 list, that's why I'm using him. If I put Giannis in Bill Russell's NBA era, what does he do? He It's uh, like Wilt, Wilt Chamberlain who? Giannis just scored 200 points. You know what I mean? So I guess... See, but that's the... Everyone uh, always says that, but there's no way to compare. Okay, first of yeah. all, everyone doesn't Bill always Russell say Russell that. Bill Russell doesn't play I, in today's I just invented NBA. that because I'm a genius, so everyone doesn't always say that. But, I mean, okay, am I wrong? Skip Bayless. No, no. Okay, Dan, no, am I no, wrong? No, I, I think what... I think, yes, level of competition to me matters, even all the guys, quite frankly. But, yeah, Bill Russell, I have a story that I bumped into him one time, and he turned that around and gave awesome. me a dirty look. Antonio. But the guy is like 6'10", <laughs> playing against 6'6", six, 6'7", six, six, guys who were, you know, I mean, it's it, it's hard to argue with his complete dominance. And, obviously, you can, you can make and it And he was coaching work. a lot of those teams, too. Yeah, I, I just, I don't think he would be average today. But I don't think he would be anywhere near as crazy. Would he have eleven rings today? No, he might have two. Well, you know? well, that's my question. Maybe I did my list wrong, then Dan, because I was trying to say who are the best players of all time, and to me that meant drop them into any era and yeah. they dominate. That's what yeah, I was trying to say. And I totally, I totally agree with what. But I'm just saying, I the way that I assembled my list might be different yeah. than the way you assembled yeah. yours. That's what okay. it sounds like. Let me add a couple other categories <laughs> that I was thinking of. Okay, I already yeah, talked yeah, yeah. about level of, level of competition, longevity. Un- unfortunately, to me, that yeah. has to matter somewhere. That's a right? huge one. It, yep. It's just whatever. But rings, obviously, MVPs. But I even have, you know, I looked up, like, if you finished in the top three in MVP voting, right? Because oh, sometimes good. there were guys that were like, flip a coin, you know. Not everybody was a unanimous MVP like Steph Curry. Uh, and so well, to me, if you Michael talk, Jordan should have won MVP, like way more than I he mean, did 10, right? yeah. 10 times. Exactly. I mean, he was just so he's such a freak yeah. or whatever. That's why resume so, was a part of mine, but not, not the whole shebang. Yeah. Playoff MVPs, performance yeah. league leader. And I, I agreed with Andrew in terms of just that other element of shaping the league. Like your game changed the game. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, okay, there you uh, go. That's good. 
that's good. Do we all have Michael Jordan number one? Yeah. Joel Drexler's number one. Yeah. 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 But Michael, I think we all agree. He's like, I don't think he'll ever be replaced as number one because listening to all the, the three different ways that we each assembled our teams, he checks every box for every one of us. Right. Yeah. It's rings, it's stats, it's impact. Yeah. It's impact on the, the NBA going forward. He left to play baseball and came back and ripped off another three P it's just like the dude. Yeah. And he has that intangible, like competitiveness. It, he's just, yeah. Yeah. There's no I mean, other number a lot one. of people. A lot of people make the case for LeBron for number one. I mean, I mean, obviously we all disagree, but I mean, do people we who don't it? know hoop? You mean yeah. <laughs> the people who don't know? I'm, I'm excited to talk about LeBron. Okay, but... um, you know, my only thought for not putting him number one would be for me is the fact that he Jordan never lost a title and um, LeBron has. So you know, yeah, ground. So yeah, any other and, thoughts? Well, yeah, and and obviously. I mean, I think it's pretty likely had he not played baseball, he, he would have eight rings in a row. Okay, let that <laughs> yeah. simmer. Eight rings in a row. It's simmering. It's simmering. And, it, and it's not like, I mean, yeah, he had Scottie Pippen, who was great. But other than that kind of role players, Rodman came in there for the last three, who was, who was a great defender. But, I mean, you got John Paxson, Steve Kerr, Bill Wennington. He never played with a great center. He never played with a great big man. Yeah. I mean, Horace Grant was his best power forward that he played with. And he was like, okay, you know, he was like above average, but, but honestly it was, it was he and Scotty that just completely dominated. Now I do have some, and this was just interesting to think about like some knocks against, you know, everybody like MJ's not perfect. I mean, um, (laughs) a few things. Number one, uh, he really never played against a truly great team in the finals. He never had to go up against a dynasty team like the Spurs, like the Pistons, the Lakers, uh, Golden State. He never had to do that. Um, yeah. He also, he also, his titles came during a watered down league a little. I, I don't put too much stock in that, but there were four expansion teams added during his um, era. And, um, Anyway, so, you know, he even leaving for baseball, to me, that's a little knock against him. Um, he won 73% of his games with Scotty, but only 49% without. Now, mm. a, a lot of that was his first few years when Chicago was just a pile of garbage. You know what I mean? So, and, and his second year, by the way, he, he hardly played because he had an ankle injury. So, obviously, a lot of those games he would have lost. But the, the point is, is like, I guess just in thinking through this is like, even Michael Jordan, nobody's perfect. You know, he had bad performances too, but still six and on the finals, five MVPs, yeah. um, six finals MVPs, championships, yeah. yeah, scoring. I mean, the, the most points per game all, all time, which yeah. is impressive considering Wilt Chamberlain ever heard of him. Right. Um, you know, so averaging 30 points per game for his entire career is just ridiculous. And let's face it probably the most important if you're just looking at stats in basketball it's scoring yep. it, it yep. really is yeah. scoring you got to put the ball in the basket and i would say this i think his error actually does work in his favor too joel because yes it was a little watered down but it was also a man's league it's so physical it was officiated differently <laughs> and uh you know it was 
I mean, you look at what the how those enforcers and hatchet men worked in the in those leagues. You know, I mean, it was just a yeah. different. I mean, the, You're when right. you go to the basket, it was a man, it was a man's drive to the basket. You know, now hand hand checking was allowed. Yeah, I mean, I think Jordan, I, Jordan might average forty in today's game. Yeah. Honestly, I people mean, yeah. talk about because well, he wouldn't he, be he hardly great? took threes too. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, and he would yeah. have he would have gotten better at that with the with the you know change of the game because his his body control was insane. I mean, LeBron can yeah. jump out of the gym in his prime and is huge and all those things, but his just athleticism, his body control. He had a forty eight inch vertical in his prime, hence the name Air Jordan. The guy would dominate today too. Okay. Absolutely. What's the thing that like really cements Jordan for me is I'm like, okay, when you guys ask the question, like, what if, what if Bill Russell played in today's NBA? It's like, yeah, I don't, I don't know. But the one thing I could say about Michael, like if he was in today's NBA, he'd watch Steph Curry shooting threes and he would like immediately take that as a threat and spend an off season figuring out how to shoot threes better than Steph Curry. And he would look at how LeBron controls the pose, you know, which he, <laughs> I wish, I wish the, I wish the listeners could just see what I just saw, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> the brakes on the better. Than <laughs> you know what but I mean? No, though? He, he absolutely. takes other players greatness as like, okay, how am I going to beat them at this? Which like the only other player that I can think of, and I, I'm not even going to look at the screen cause I know, you guys are going to shake your heads at this, but the only other player that had like that quality is Kobe, that weird, like competitive and Kobe's nowhere near, nowhere near MJ, but, but that competitive quality, I think just catapults MJ beyond his skill, beyond his drive, beyond the stats, everything. Um, I I think it's fair to add the adjective psychotic competitor Yeah, because, you know, NBAers are all, competitors but like you just said dan i mean mj and kobe they were they were almost crazy in a way you know they would dominate you they would step on you then they'd remind you about it afterwards i mean these guys were just killers yeah yeah all right dan do you want to give us you want to read your whole list from mj on down to 10 yeah do we want to we'll read lists and then we can kind of pick it apart or circle back or what? Uh, so, well, do, do we each want to share a list side by side or do we want to kind of pick it apart as we go? Let's do uh, one guy, one list at a time. How's that sound? Yeah, let's do it. Okay. Um, okay. I'm Joel's fleeing from his dog. Which my is... dog is going crazy. <laughs> oh, no. All right. No We're all good. All right. <clears throat> okay. Uh, you guys ready for this list? Yeah. Hit, hit, hit us. Okay, number one, Michael Jordan. Number two, as I alluded to in the text thread earlier, Bill Russell. Number three, LeBron James. Number four, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, Lou Alcindor. Number five, Magic Johnson. And here's where stuff gets interesting, okay? So feel feel free to make a mental note and circle back. Number six... Number six on my top time or top 10 all time list, which I thought long and hard about Tim Duncan. Okay. Okay. Number seven, Shaquille O'Neal. Number eight, Larry Bird. Another shocker coming up. You guys ready for this? Number nine, Steph Curry. Wow. You got him over Kobe. And number 10, Kobe Bryant. I couldn't leave Kobe off. 
That that okay. is shocking. And Duncan, I'll give a quick what six. <clears throat> yeah, I'll make a couple notes. Okay, Bill Russell. I feel like we've talked about. Um, and I, I just feel I feel like the way that I did my list in his era, there was no one close, and it was the same level of competition for him as everyone else in his era. Um, also, I got a note. Meeting will end in ten minutes, so we'll we'll have to log off and re-log on again. Um, listeners, beware. Uh, number three, LeBron. <clears throat> I just I know that I I don't love LeBron, and I've actually come to like him less the longer he's been on my team. The dude's a freak. He's so so good, but um, but I think I think something that needs to be remembered historically is like what kind of stranglehold do you have on your organization? Like, are you completely, are you completely freezing out your GM and your coach? Are you completely trying to drive the ship yourself? Or are you letting people make decisions and are you good enough to work with those decisions that are being made? So I think, I don't know. And who knows? I, it's looking doubtful. So LeBron could add more rings to his resume, but four rings, there's the same amount of rings as Steph Curry, you know? It's less than Magic Johnson. It's less than Tim Duncan. It's as many as Shaq. It's less than, Co- you know, so the rings thing sort of plays a factor, but I, <laughs> I said this in the text earlier too. I was trying really hard to get him lower than three, but even putting him to three felt funny. So there's that. Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, I, I assume, I don't want to make crazy assumptions. I assume he's on all our lists. Um, he's just dominant, man. Six rings. Um, Joel, kind of like you said, he, he started at the tail end of that era that you left out, but he adapted his game to fit, to be completely dominant in the new eighties era, right? He won five titles in the eighties with yeah. my next pick, which is magic Johnson. He's the best point guard of all time. Sorry, drew. Um, just incredible. He, his first, his first NBA title, he was a rookie and he started center. It's like the dude can do, do anything, you know? And, um, and I think even like with his stuff, his health stuff happening, his career was never the same, but he's a dude that just really wanted to play, wanted to make an impact for his team. I love that he's a Laker for life. Um, of course he was going to be high on my list. And then Tim Duncan, the dude just, I watched him demolish my Lakers teams a lot. Um, he's like the quintessential, just quiet team player, do what needs to be done. Doesn't make a, he, he's a dude you would watch him play. And be like, oh, Tim seemed like he had kind of a quiet game. But then you look at his stats and it's like, oh, he almost had a quadruple double. Um, he was the he was the best player on all his finals teams, I would say, unless if someone disagrees. Um, but just a dominant big man. Shaq, um, same thing. I mean, he he was the best player on three of those Lakers finals teams. Better than Kobe. It, it's not even close, in my opinion. And um just average huge his finals career. I wrote these stats down because I thought it was crazy. Uh, in all his finals appearances, 28.8 points, 13.1 rebounds, 3.4 assists, 2.2 blocks. I had, so that's just like those numbers mixed with the rings. Crazy. Um, Larry bird. This was, I'd be curious. This isn't a guy that I was too young to watch Larry, but, um, I'd be curious your guys' insight. He's always like right behind magic or on some list ahead of magic. And that's always really, really interesting to me. Fascinating to me. Like I know 
I know he was a good player. I know his stats were good. He had three titles, but I'm, I'm, it's always curious to me why people would have him ahead of magic. Um, but that's just me. Um, and then Steph moving to number nine, I think, I think there's this, I'm sure we're all going to talk about it more, but Steph, um, he's got four rings under his belt now, right? He, I think for a while people would look at Steph and Drew and I talk about this all the time, Joel, like why do people hate Steph so much? Why do people not have him higher up on not even all time lists? It's like, why do people not have him in the top 10 of the NBA right now? You know, which is like a real thing people are saying. And he, the way that he impacts the game is just, I I think unlike anyone on this list, maybe except for Shaq would be the only other person. Like, he's a guy that if he doesn't have the ball, teams are freaking out. If he's having an off shooting night, which for Steph is still like 38% or whatever. If he's having an off shooting night, like teams aren't going to leave him alone. They're still going to be freaking out wherever he is on the court. So I think, I think even with the Kevin Durant titles, like he was the most important person on that team just because no one, you can't leave him be. And I think it'll be interesting to circle back and have this conversation like 10 years down the road about Steph and like the impact he's made on the game. Cause I don't think we've even, I don't even think we've begun to see the, the impact that he's made on the game. And he's um, he's had his fair share of health issues, but he's still like his longevity, I think is, is really, really great. Um, so yeah, Steph, the four rings for sure. Put him on my top 10 and then Kobe, I had to have in there because Laker, but, um, but I also don't get when people say Kobe's like the greatest of all time, or it's like MJ one, Kobe two, LeBron three, that's nonsense to me. But, um, yeah, Kobe five titles, three of the titles, he was second best player Two, He was clearly the best, but, um, he's a guy that was just, he was good for so long. And then his body kind of started to give out on him at the end. But, um, but yeah, that's a brief overview of my top 10. Now, your solid list, Dan. Um, Joel, I'm excited to hear your list as we as we go to kind of discuss the differences. Yeah, no, that's great. I, I like Dan's list a lot. In fact, we have nine of the 10 in agreement in terms oh, wow, of okay. not in order, but the, but the players themselves. Yeah, yeah. So Bill Russell is the only one. And if you took out oh. Bill Russell, you might even have the, the other 10 that I included. So Okay, I'll be interested uh, to hear so clearly you do know ball. Um, <laughs> proud of you. I've got, I've got MJ number one, obviously I've got LeBron number two. I think he's, um, inarguably the best complete player of all time in terms of mm. his, mm. the totality of his game. Um, offense, defense, passing rebound. You, you want, you need 15 rebounds. He can do that. You need 40 points, he can do that. You need to him to lock down your best player, he can do he can guard five positions. I mean, the guy is just he's unreal. So he's he's two on my list. Um, um I, I will say just a couple knocks maybe against him. By the way, his longevity is absurd. He's an 18-time all-star. Yeah. I think yep. in his 19th, and by the way, his rookie year, he probably should have been an all-star. In, in my opinion, because there was probably eight games where he was the best player in the NBA. So yeah, he struggled yeah. some other games, but I mean, the guy was just a 
force. Um, a couple knocks, you know, he's one time scoring champ. Um, obviously this last year he almost got his second, but just one, <laughs> yeah. uh, he, you know, it wasn't good in, in, in the 2007 finals. It wasn't great anyway. Of course the 2011 finals meltdown. I think that was against Boston. If I'm not mistaken, he mm. lost six finals, but obviously getting to the finals is significant, but four and six in the finals. Um, but nobody could make a bad team into a good team better than anyone than, than LeBron. Okay. I mean, one year he had, think of his, his, uh, the guys he played with Gooden, Drew Gooden, remember him, Ilgowskis, Pavlovich and Hughes. Those were the other four starters. Okay. Another year, Verizal, Ilgowskis, Delonte West and Mo Williams. Wow. Okay. Those are all bench players. Yeah. Another time, Mozgov, (laughs) Thompson. (laughs) Shumpert and Della Devo, Della, whatever, Vidova. Okay. We're talking three different times in the finals with just bench players. Okay. Yeah, so he's, something. I mean, and that's why I understand yeah. why some people put him at one, but I, I just can't, you know, so any, any thoughts on that? No, that's good. Uh, yeah. I, you know, um, man, that, that is really interesting. I also have LeBron at two, uh, a couple okay. of knocks against him. Not a great GM, um, kind of running yeah. the Lakers into the ground. Um, not not great. Um, yeah, losing uh, the finals. Uh, I don't know. What about bouncing around from team to team? Is that do we hold that? Is that just more of a personal thing? It doesn't really not really a ball related thing. Um, I think I think it means something, and, and especially Miami. The whole not four, not five, not whatever, <laughs> and, uh, and they end yeah. up with two. You know, yeah. it's like uh, that was a bit of bit of a letdown you know because that team was the, loaded the other thing with lebron <laughs> this is like both a a knock against him but also a mark in his favor can you imagine like what was he 18 when he got to the league yeah imagine mm-hmm. having to make the decisions that he made at 18 but then also like when he went to miami he was 25 or 26 or something like that like mm-hmm. Thinking of myself at 25 or 26, like, what would I say to a crowd? If I like, he just, not one, he had not to learn. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly that. But he had to like, learn how to grow up being the most talked about NBA player in the league. You know, yeah. that's a good point. That's a really good point. So, you know, here's a question that I, you know, we could just spend a minute on. Um, I have him at two, Joel has him at two, Dan has him at three behind a couple uh, older players um just one could lebron ever get to number one on any of our lists um i I, i'll just go first i think he could i think he could pass jordan on my list depending on what he does next i mean he still has time um you know he is i like joel called the most complete player ever he is one of the most dominant players ever i mean when he puts his shoulder down and goes to the basket i mean if the refs you know, let him, he could score every single time. I mean, he's so, he's basically unstoppable. I mean, is it somewhat chemically enhanced as he gets stronger and more fit the older he gets? Who can say? I mean, <laughs> yeah. Jordan played basketball fueled on cigars and tequila. I mean, what if, if he had access to LeBron's chemical fountain of youth, who knows what Jordan would be like, a bionic Jordan, you know, just getting stronger and, you know, not breaking down. But I, um, I- could he get I to think, number one? I, I think you're right. I mean, I think it's pretty razor thin actually right now. And 
um, I mean, he, you can also say he dominated the most talented ever era ever yep. for the longest yes. period of time. Yes. I mean, 18 all-stars. Are you kidding me? Yeah. That's, that's insane. Yeah. He, and he will be the number one score in NBA history after yes. next year. So yes. let's just throw that in there too. Right. So you're right. I mean, let's say he's number one in scoring all time. He's got 19 all-stars. Um, you know, I don't know. Does he even need to win another title? I mean, man, it's just razor thin, at least for me. So I'm with, I'm with Drew on yeah. that. Dan, do you feel similarly? Yeah. I mean, I, it's definitely possible. It, the only, my only hesitation is like, when you start playing the what if game, I think Jordan comes out on top in every single what if, you know? Yeah. It's like, yeah. I mean, Joel, you just said, like, if he didn't play baseball, that's eight in a row, not like okay. eight over the okay. course of his career. Like, literally, literally eight in a row. Insane. Where, no. where with LeBron, the what ifs, because he's taking care of his body, I actually think he has less what ifs in his favor. It's like, well, what if he would have went to a super team earlier or what if he would have stayed in Cleveland? Like yeah. all the what ifs I think are marks against him. So I think LeBron what? both, both as a mark against him and in his favor, like I think he is in the best version of his, if he was to play his career a hundred times more, like I think this is like the best version of his career. You know what I mean? Oh my goodness. Yeah. LeBron, LeBron last year on last year's Cavs team, Cavs team, instead of on the scrub Lakers team, if LeBron was on the Cavs last year, they would be a problem. Yes. That would be a serious yes. problem. Yes. <laughs> yes. I mean, he is, he's that dominant. I mean, I, I think another knock against him is, is it's not really a knock against, him, but he, it seems like he doesn't have quite the same mentality, mm. killer mentality. Mm-hmm. Agreed. As Jordan and Kobe and mm-hmm. those guys, you know, I mean, obviously he's super competitive, but I, you know, and I, I don't know, I'm, I'm kind of with Drew in that, you know, bouncing around a little bit, you know, I think it's a slight knock, although I don't totally blame him. I mean, you know, yeah. are you going to play 20 years in Cleveland? You know, <laughs> I mean, so anyway, enough on For that. that. But, uh, he's yeah, like, roll through your list, Joel. Let's, let's have it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Number three, I've got Kareem, six MVPs. Uh, nine times he was in the top three in MVP voting. Okay. Wow. So uh, I think Jordan was 10, but still um, he's all time scoring leader. He is a 19 time all-star. So no, most all-stars. No three point line. I've ever, no, you know, only shot one three pointer in his career. Right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He's that's still true. the scoring leader. Most unstoppable shot in history. Third all time in blocks. I mean, you can go down a ridiculous longevity. When he was 42 in the finals, he put up 24 and 13 on 53% field goal percentage against Detroit's bad boys. Okay. When he's 42, (laughs) like Drew's in a wheelchair at 42. The man is, the man is seven foot three and had a black belt in karate. Okay. So I want you to think about, I I want you to think about the bigs in today's league. Okay. Yeah. A lot of them are just kind of, stiff a lot of them aren't super flexible a lot of them aren't you know they're just kind of big bullies or whatever um the dude had a black belt in karate he faced off against um uh you know what's his name bruce lee Lee. i mean anybody who does that whatever but i will say during his (laughs) the level of competition wasn't great the aba stole talent away he only had one title without the lakers okay he yeah. wasn't a great team leader. 
He was known to be selfish, known to be aloof. I think leadership matters. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I also kind of just, this is my own opinion. I think it's kind of impossible for a big man to be the best player of all time, just because they depend so much on others willing to, you know, get them the ball and that sort of thing. So that's yeah, just my, that's a good point. I thought, okay, four, I've got Larry bird. Um, the, the really the, the knock against him is, I mean, he did have some kind of four playoffs, uh, series. He lost seven playoff series with home court advantage. Um, mm. but the big one to me is his back problems shortened his longevity. Um, yeah. uh, so he only played 10 full seasons, you know, yeah. but I will say this, he's, he's, he was a complete offensive player. Uh, you could make a case that he's not just the best passing forward of all time, but the best passer of all time. Yeah. I, I met, it, have you seen his mixtape in yeah. his, they're worth watching. Yep. Nobody passes like that. I mean, I, I, you know, magic is the only competition in my opinion, when it comes to just pure passing, he was feared by his opponents, legendary trash talker. I think the one thing that I like to bring up, he won three consecutive MVPs, but the fourth one, look it up. I think it's 1988 was his best year. So he got robbed by magic. Look up magic's. I think it's 88 year and, and birds 88 year. You'll come to the same conclusion. Bird should have had four consecutive MVPs, as That's in crazy. I'm the best player in the NBA four years in a row. I will dominate you. So the guy is just absolutely ridiculous. Number five, I got Shaq. Similar um, thoughts as Dan shared earlier. Um, you know, people forget this, but there was a, there was a time when people thought he was a greater force in the NBA even than Jordan. I mean, that that nobody could really match up against him. I mean, he was just ridiculous. But a lot of years he came, you know, he was out of shape. He missed quite a few games. I think he could have been the best player ever. Wow. But he was was a liability late in games because of his terrible free throw shooting. I just can't put him in my top four. But five, if you just look at the numbers, uh, he's ridiculous. And you're right, Dan, the fact that, you know, four rings, three of them with Kobe, but he was easily the best player on that team with Kobe and Kobe's in my top 10. So, um, the guy's just unreal Averaged 20 points per game in his first 14 season, his second year in the NBA coming out of LSU, he averaged like 29 and 14 or something ridiculous. He he would have been a senior in college and the guy just completely obliterated the NBA. He was Joel, to add to your point, going back and watching clips of him on Orlando, because obviously I remember him the most in a Lakers jersey. Yeah. But he was like so, so athletic. He was yes. fast. He'd bounce around. It, it kind of reminds you of how um, when Zion's healthy, kind of how he moves around the court. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, no, you're right. Shaq. You're right. And that's kind of the point of if he stayed in that kind of shape for longer in his career. Yeah. Um, I think he could have been more, more dominant. He's one of only three players ever to win the MVP, the all-star MVP and the finals MVP in the same year. Wow. P.S. MJ did that twice, but anyway, number six. <laughs> well, I, I'll, I, I should also yeah. mention that I, I was Shaq for Halloween in 1993. So, um, <laughs> I, I just want to throw that out there. Yeah. Cool. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> Another another slight knock on him, not a huge deal, but he never led the NBA in rebounds as big as he was. He wow. never led the NBA in blocks, even though he was a terror, you know, but huh. anyway. Um, That's really interesting. Yeah, and he got to play with elite wings, Penny, Hardaway, Kobe, and Dwayne Wade, 
yeah. you know, work in his favor. Number six might surprise you. I've actually got Stephen Curry. Six. Um, wow. That's six. And this is where, you know, again, these next kind of, you know, this group, I, it's, you could kind of just mix them up, but one of the things that just stands out to me, obviously he's two time MVP. Um, but you know what? Steve Nash has won twice. MVPs. Giannis has won two MVPs. Jokic has won two MVPs. Sorry, Drew, but he has. Yeah. But he is uh, the only unanimous West, MVP. Has Westbrook, yeah, won, has Westbrook only won one? Just one. I think he's won one. He, he averaged a triple-double two years in a row, and then the second time everyone's like, oh, wait, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You're, you're not going to fool us again. <laughs> Which is why dudes <laughs> that know who don't just rely on stats, right? Yeah, exactly. But here's, here's the thing about Steph. Obviously, the game-changing aspect is he's the best shooter ever, and it's not really that close. I mean, he's also a phenomenal leader. Yep. Okay, the fact yep. that he, you know, that that he welcomed KD and sort of took a backseat to KD. KD's not in my top ten. Spoiler, but he's not in my top ten. I'm saying Steph is better than KD at this point in terms of his career and accomplishments, and um, and he took a backseat. A little bit to KD. I mean, that that's he's humble and and at least off the court, on the court, he's the most arrogant guy in the history of NBA. Um, and uh, <laughs> but 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 he's got a couple scoring titles. But here's the thing that stands out too: his efficiency is insane. Usually, guys that shoot at his field goal percentage are bigs. They just get a lot of dunks and or or Giannis. You know, they get a lot of stuff around the rim. Steph doesn't get too much around the rim. Right, but the the guy's shooting is that incredible. Some knocks against him, um, you know, he didn't average twenty points until his seventh season in the league. Huh. Now, some of that's due to injury, you know, because he was yeah. he was injured, but he didn't really come into form until his seventh. So that's why he's only forty seventh in all time scoring. Forty seventh. You've got a long way to go. Now he will be in the mid thirties after next year. So, you know, he can climb pretty quickly, but he's only got one finals MVP. He's an average defender. You know, it's not his fault. I think he's better than people give him credit, actually. And he's only averaged, you know, as a point guard, 6.6 assist point per game when he's playing with Clay, who's also a fantastic shooter. So he only had one season with eight assists per game. So there's kind of a lot of knocks against him, but still the, the way he changed the game. Sorry, Drew. Um I have him six. I, I would I would rather have him as my point guard than Magic. So there you go. Okay, um, I have a crazy I have a crazy question, Joel. Yeah is is Steph Curry the most inspiring player on this list? Wow. N- not in terms of like, wow, he makes me want to be a better person, but I just think of like you watch kids at the at the park shooting hoops now, and everyone's jacking them from behind the art. You know, like like everyone wants to play like Steph, even if they don't like who they don't like Steph as a player, you know? Yeah. I mean, the only argument I would say, the only one would be because he had a commercial Gatorade commercial, like Mike, I want to be like Mike. So everybody wanted to be like Michael Jordan, everybody, um, everybody. And that, uh, but you're right. Um, not everybody can do what Michael Jordan does, obviously. And so, but everybody can jack a three. And so kids at the park are jacking threes. I mean, that's a good, that's a, that's a worthy argument that he's had that much impact on the game of basketball. 
uh, maybe in a sense greater than anyone who's ever played, which is insane to think about. But he because, just, yeah, yeah, he makes the game look so easy that like you feel like you could go out and score forty points. You know, yes, he just yes. he makes it look so. I would watch Steph Curry clips before he played at man camp, feeling like I was going to just beat everyone and. And I had a head injury and it didn't work out, but um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyways, continue. I, I, I do love Steph though. I mean, he's just, yeah, yeah. He's phenomenal in many ways. So seven, I have just behind him, Magic Johnson. I don't think there's too much to add there, but he was like the first big point guard and you know, that changed things. And you had Penny Hardaway, you had other six, 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 seven, six, eight point guard before that point guards were like six, two, six, one, six foot, you know, and so Magic changed that. He wasn't a very good defender. I mean, especially for his size, he, um, you know, he got steals, but he wasn't great one-on-one. Um, you could argue that his team success was largely because he got to play with prime Kareem early on, mm-hmm. and then he got to play with prime Worthy and Cooper and the rest of them. So you put Magic on some other average team, I don't think we're talking about him the same way, but he would, I mean, he might still be in the top 10, but, but, you know, some people have him in the top three or four and it's like, I don't know if I'd put him there. Um, and then unfortunately HIV, you know, um, shortened his career, but, um, number eight, I've got Kobe. What'd you have Kobe at Dan? Number nine. I have 10, 10. Okay. So we're pretty close there. Um, the, the one thing that stands out to me with Kobe and his greatness, 12 times all defensive teams, 12 yeah. times, yeah, nine wow. time first team, all defensive team. Wow. Wow. Yeah. I didn't mention this with bird, by the way, because people think he's just like the slow stiff. He's three times second team, all defense. Okay. So he, he's actually averages. Um, I'm, I'm going back to bird here, but he averaged, what was it like? more steals per game than like some insane players, like um, more than LeBron per game, more than Kobe per game, more than Kevin Garnett, more than Westbrook, more than Wade. Okay. He averaged more steals per game during his career, even with his back issues and all that stuff. Anyway, back to magic. Yeah. I I don't think anything else to add. Oh yeah. Kobe. Um, You know, the other, the, the knocks are that he was actually really inefficient. Um, oh yeah. Great scorer, but you just look at his numbers and his field goal percentage. A lot of years was not great at all. Um, high volume, I would say better than AI, but kind of along that lines with, with Iverson. Um, the other thing is he was the star player on some of the Lakers worst teams in their franchise history. And, and I don't mean just one or two, but like, if you look at his career and he played a long time, but there's probably like seven or eight seasons where, he was the guy, but they were not very good. You know, they won 42 games or, you know, whatever. So he well, turned one of those of seasons his was his yeah. MVP season, you know? Oh yeah. That's crazy. He turned off a lot of teammates. And that's the other thing I like to point out. He won one MVP. So yeah. can we stop with this top three nonsense? <laughs> he, he doesn't nonsense. believe going there. Yeah. Number nine, I got Tim Duncan, same thing, 19 seasons. Check this out. Every one of his seasons, they won 50 or more games. Yeah. Wow. I'm, I'm on a podcast. Is everything okay? <laughs> oh, okay. Okay. We'll wrap up soon here. <laughs> our, our talk Sorry, Drew. Started. I shouldn't share this. Anyway, people think I'm cold-hearted. 
but he did just get attacked by a raccoon. Oh no! We yeah, can pause. So. Why don't we, should we pause while you address this? Uh, I, I'm almost well. I'm almost done, and and so fifth. Uh, let's see, Duncan, um, fifteen times all defensive teams. I know it's like hard. How do you transition from that? I'm dying. I don't know. He's a dog. Um, not not a human. People, there's a difference. Um, but we love Kobe. Um, okay, and then. I will just say this peak Tim Duncan. I don't know that he was, he's a two time MVP, but I don't know that he just completely took over any particular season. Like the rest of the guys we're mentioning did. Okay. So maybe lacked like that absurd dominant peak a little bit, you know, arguably because he was great um, defensively and stuff. And then number 10 is the, the one that, you, Dan, you didn't have because you had Bill Russell. Actually, and you could argue that he could be higher, is Hakeem Olajuwon. Yeah, um, Hakeem. Uh, he's ninth all-time in steals. Think about that. He's first all-time in blocks. He's 14th in rebounds and 12th in all-time scoring. I mean, this is a collection of numbers that's just ridiculous. He was one of the only players who was actually better in the playoffs, you know, with his efficiency. Yeah. He would average, he averaged um, 29, 12 and four in the, the playoffs with four blocks and two steals. He was arguably the most complete player on both ends of the court. I mean, other than maybe LeBron in history, but it, his defensive his defensive ability was just in, insane. Um, uh, so arguably the best defender in, in NBA history. I mean, yeah. I know he's a big, but I mean, the guy was just ridiculous. Of course, the knocks are, he probably doesn't, you know, he has two rings, but he probably has zero if Jordan doesn't play baseball. Um, and, you know, he kind of like Chris Paul, he had a lot of seasons where he didn't make it past like the first or second round of the playoffs, yeah. you know? So, um, but he does have two rings and three finals appearances and two MVPs. So, but the guy to me, um, deserves to be in the top 10. Okay. I've talked long enough. No, that was great. Uh, should we take a quick break? Cause we can hit pause recording, Joel, if you need to check on your family situation. I'm, yeah. Let me, let me do a quick check and then I'll, I'll come back. All right, Drew, bring us home. Well, Thanks Joel's listeners. Back. We, we need a quick Toby update. Joel's back. He checked okay. on his dog. Toby's going to be fine, everyone. He's bleeding slightly. Uh, we have <laughs> raccoons living under our deck, and and he learned a hard lesson. So, but uh, I, you know, you know, um, hashtag pray for Toby. Okay, to- and, Toby. And, and, oh no. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> Toby, our thoughts and prayers are with you right now. Um, yeah. Godspeed, Toby. Um, so Joel, great list. Um, my list is, is very similar. Um, a couple things to discuss. We don't, um, so one, number one, Michael Jordan, number two, LeBron James. We've discussed both of those guys, I think pretty thoroughly. Uh, I do think uh, LeBron can surpass, uh, Jordan, um, with, huh. with what's left of his career. Um, number three, Kareem. So Jordan, LeBron, Kareem. uh, Same as mine. And same as Dan's without Bill Russell. Yeah. Well, you're right. 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 (laughs) That is true without Bill. Yep. Yeah. 
Um, so number four, I guess, is where it gets interesting because um, I have um, white chocolate Jason Williams. No. Um, Stop. Uh, okay, four, four is actually – this was hard for me, you guys, because, uh, <laughs> like, in my heart, like, I want to put Curry at four. I want to put Steph Curry at four. You guys know I've, I'm, his biggest, I'm his biggest fan in the world, and for all the reasons Joel mentioned, I disagree with all of the knocks that Joel said. Cross the board. So the, of course. 47th all time in scoring. <laughs> no, well, I, I just think, and here's the thing. So I don't have him at four. I wanted to, I mean, for a couple of things. One, uh, we mentioned impact. I mean, the guy has his impact on a game. He's changed the game in the macro sense. Like we just discussed how it's like game, the, the game of basketball, Big B, is different because of him. But every yeah. game he's in, he changes the game when he's on the court. The entire game yeah. plan is all about yeah. him. Like every yeah. aspect of the game. Like you watch how the defense is set up and how they play, how they play the actual game he is in. So like that impact is crazy. I mean, that, that's just a crazy impact on basketball. And, um, you know, so I don't have him at four, but I know, but we'll see what he does with the rest of his career. It's, you know, I and think, he could win. Yeah. Right. Yeah. He could win a couple more rings. Right. Exactly. He could have six rings or yeah. something. So, you know, you so know, we'll I, see. Yeah. He's on all of our lists. Um, and, but I, I, I do think when all is said and done, eventually when we review these lists and whether LeBron gets to number one or not, I, Steph is going to probably land higher on the list or lower, however you want to look at it, uh, than he is. So number four, um, I actually have Magic Johnson at number four. And this was the resume weighed in on this a little bit. Um, Joel, you have a great argument about Bird and the getting robbed of that MVP. That's an amazing argument for Bird in, in your four spot. I, I have Magic um, – that yeah, but so I have magic and bird um, in that order. So um, I go magic then bird, and I think magic and bird. People forget, or maybe they don't forget. They they change basketball too. I mean, their battles, the rivalry, East Coast West Coast, going back to college. I mean, I mean they're they made they made basketball fun again. You know, in the eighties, yeah. they're just they're again their highlights battling each other. Uh, Larry Bird's mixtapes on YouTube. I mean, they're just. I mean, Showtime Lakers. Legendary. Magic and Bird, to me, they're forever linked. They're linked on my list side by side. You got Magic first. Can I, can I ask you a question? Yeah, please. If you put Larry, if you just swap them, okay? If you put Larry Bird on the Lakers yep. with Kareem, Worthy, Cooper, how do they do? <laughs> um, it's a, it's a, man, I mean, probably the same. I mean. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, right. I don't, I don't, I don't, I'd prefer not to answer. It's different. I mean, the style of basketball was so different. I mean, they were coached different. I mean, again, the Lakers had that run and gun, high flying, you know, showtime. And Larry Bird was his own showtime, but I mean, they played smash mouth basketball, right? I mean, they were, they were tough. I mean, they had that Boston toughness and, um, yeah, they were tough. I, I think, I think Magic's supporting cast, I mean, no offense, Dennis Johnson, Danny Ainge, you know, whatever. But yeah. I mean, Parrish. Yeah, but right. uh, anyway, but yeah, to, to your point, you know, Magic won five titles. Bird probably wins five titles on that on that team. Yeah, I think know. so. Uh, I think so. Um, anyway, so I yeah, I got Magic four, Bird five. Uh, 
man, again, every time I go past a, a slot without putting Curry there, I just know that I wanted him at four. But I got right now, I got Duncan at six. The guy was so skilled. Again, the resume yeah. speaks for itself. We already went over it. He was so crazy skilled at that. We're looking at the top 10 greatest basketball players of all time. I mean, dominant, skilled, fundamental. I mean, winner. You know, he's just yeah. used the package, you know, right there. And just as a – I know we've already talked about Duncan a lot, but just as a teammate, he was so synced up with his team. Yeah. He made everyone on his team better. Maybe yeah. more so than anyone else on this list, I would say. Maybe, yeah, but yeah. he he was just so – he could have been that, Joel, to your point. Like, I feel like he he could have been that dominant player that you're mm-hmm. saying he wasn't, but I think he's just it so in tune with this. The absurdly yeah. dominant. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah. So I love no, that we, right. had, we all had Duncan so high up on our list. <laughs> I, You know, I, I mean, I – you guys are making great points and I'm humble enough um, to admit <laughs> when I might need to make an adjustment. So anyway, but you guys are making a good co- case that Duncan maybe should be higher. I've got him at nine. You guys got him like round six. So, yeah. Uh, number seven, I got Steph Curry. Uh, Joel, we had an interesting discussion on our last pod. If Steph Curry was six, six or taller and had the exact same career he had now, so it doesn't change anything. Same resume, but just taller. Would people view him differently? I don't know. It's interesting to conversation. I mean, look at everyone else on this list. They have size, some height, you know, um, mm-hmm. at least six, six or taller. And um, Steph Curry is kind of this but, little man. But, yeah, but but I mean, he's what, six, two, six, three, probably listed at six, three. But but he's more relatable. And like what Dan was talking about, kids launching threes in the park or wherever. Right. And, you know, I don't know if that would quite be the same if he was, you know, six, six or something like that. But anyway, yeah. I mean, it's a good, good, good question. Uh, I got Kobe next at eight. Uh, I don't want to talk about him because I'm not a big Kobe fan. He was, can I just pause really quick and just, I had Kobe on this list lower than everyone else. And I feel like that, that shows a lot of restraint on my end. And yeah. um, you're, you're expect- a massive Lakers fan. You're a massive Kobe fan. Kobe was my least favorite player of all time. Of all time. <laughs> I, I rooted Number eight on my all-time list. <laughs> I, I rooted against him every time. I could not stand Kobe Bryant. Uh, he was a terrible teammate. He almost missed my list because of how bad of a teammate he's, you know. Yes, yes. Bad leader, bad teammate, broke people's spirits, ran, and it was so competitive. We talked about his, like, ultra-competitiveness, like it was a good thing that Jordan-esque, and Jordan did the same thing, so let's not let him off the hook, too. But Kobe, you know, maybe just with social media and with, with the drama, TMZ drama stories, people love to share their stories about how Kobe crush their soul. Um, just a bad teammate. The, the opposite of Steph Curry. And, and you know what? Interestingly enough, statistically, Kobe wasn't actually that great in close games. Right. When yeah. you think about the assassin and the closer and the, it's just cause he, he took all the closing shots and you know, yep, exactly. Yeah. Obviously yeah. he's top 10 all time. I mean, we're not saying, and he's unbelievable, but um, especially the the thing I love about him is is his defense too. I mean, he was a killer on both ends. Um, yeah. With the clock running, uh, I got Shaq at number nine. Uh, man, Joel, you have a great case for being higher. He was the most dominant ever. I mean, that's his nickname, right? Most dominant ever. He mm-hmm. was a beast. But 
the free throws were a problem. I mean, he was a liability. I mean, but his sheer dominance, there was no one like him. We talked about taking Bill Russell and dropping him into, you know, the modern era. If you, well, if you drop Shaq into, <laughs> you know, the Bill Russell era, I mean, what happened? That's not even fair. It's not fair. Um, yeah, I probably should move him down, honestly. I have him at five. So, yeah. Uh, number 10, Kevin Durant. Freak wow. show. And, and he is hard to like. He's he's on Twitter. He's thin-skinned. He's There's a lot not to like. I got a lot of love for him for the titles he brought Golden State. I, I will always have love for that. But I just think from a basketball standpoint, to do what he does, his skill, his size – his just abilities on the court. Um, you know, this flies a little bit in, in the face of my talk about teammates, you know, but he is just so good. Doing a top 10 of all time, he is such a good basketball player. Um, and I don't think there's been anyone like him. I don't know if we're going to see anyone like him. I mean, he's just a freak. Yeah. So that's kind of Drew, my take at 10, Kevin Durant. The Katie pick is really interesting. And I'm trying to think of a succinct way to say this. He he's a dominant player. Like you said, no one like him, but I was wondering if someone would have KD on their list. And I had this question, which is the titles he won with golden state. I, I personally feel like golden state could have won those titles without Kevin Durant, but I'm not sure that Kevin Durant could have won two titles without golden state. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know the answer to that. Uh, yeah, I, I, I was glad we had him, he, but um, he, what are your thoughts? He joined about? a 73 win team. Yeah. <laughs> yep. uh, I mean, yeah, I think that's it. I think that's, I mean, even this year, he and Kyrie get bounced in the first round against Boston. Yeah. That was a weird like, team. Kyrie didn't play like all year. The yeah. chemistry they didn't have, I don't, that was a weird, weird squad. You know, I don't know what was going on there in Brooklyn. I mean, I think they'll be better next year if they get it together. If they, if they're both there next year, who knows? Um, but yeah, I don't know. I knew it was going to be a controversial take, but you know, it's, when I'm, when I'm picking my top 10 greatest of all time, I just think guys, you could drop into any era on any team and just be, on, you know, just skill level, you know, talent level, killer instinct. I mean, KD's on my list. So you think, yeah. you think he's, I mean, he is a freak, seven foot or six, level, whatever. Uh, he, handles, uh, like a just missed my cut, Joel. I mean, a was certainly in the conversation. Um, you know, th- there's, there's guys, you know, that, that were there, but I, yeah. He was, I, I've um, seen Olajuwon as high as like four or five. Yeah. Yeah. in some people's list yeah. because because of his unbelievable maybe greatest defender ever you know but also would give you 27 points or whatever yeah. so that's the one thing kevin is actually not great at he's really not a great rebounder he's not a great passer and, and he's not a great defender you yeah. know i mean he's his length allows him to do some of those things but and he was also strangely content allowing westbrook to like you know, take shots in clutch moments with OKC. <laughs> yeah. And it's like, dude, Westbrook's not the person who should have the ball in their hands. Like you need to get the yeah. ball. But anyway, so interesting. You know what? The other thing that was fascinating to me, none of us had Will Chamberlain in our list. I know. You guys want to speak to that? I know. Yeah. Uh, we have Dan, one Dan, minute left. Out of time. Should we jump on one more link for like one more, like do a two minute wrap up and address that? Are we, we can we can even talk about it offline, but no, whatever. I think long story short with Will, 
only two rings. To me, it's a bunch of empty. It's just stats for stats reasons. And Bill Simmons has a whole thing about how, how will would focus on one stat on certain games and just not care about the other stats. So he's, I, I just don't think he has that championship pedigree that the other guys do. I, I think if you put Wilt in today's NBA, he's like, okay, maybe he's good. <laughs> okay. he's, he's true. Come he's on. good. He's good, but he's going to be playing against guys that are big and strong, just like him. You know, he, he's good. Yeah. Different. It would, you're right. He, he wouldn't average 23 rebounds right. a game, which he did right. for his career. Right. Um, but, but I think he'd still be great today. There was an era with like Ewing and Olajuwon and David Robinson and like other guys, there was like a bunch of bigs and it's just unfortunate that most eras don't have that competition. So the big stuff gets skewed a little bit, you know, Shaq was in there too, but anyway, that's it. Well, we just want to thank you for being on the show again. Your thoughts were awesome. Love talking ball with you, man. And, um, you know, thanks Joel. Chris, Chris and I has been begging to come on the pod. I don't know if you saw those tweets, like begging, Hey, promote his new book. We're like, come on, Chris, like maybe get (laughs) shameless. We got got Joel Dombrow on get in line. Um, but you know, all, all jokes aside, Joel, all of our listeners know you and love you. And we're, you know, we're all praying for you, you know, just um, the battle that you're in right now and your chemo treatments. And so, you know, all of our, all of our love, all of our prayers going out to you. So thanks so much for, for coming on the pod, talking hoops with us, you know, basketball has been such a uh, huge part of just our friendship, you know, just over the last 25 years. And so just love playing ball, watching ball, talking ball. So um, super fun. You guys just honored to be on the honored to be on the pod with you. Probably this, this episode probably will go viral. So just be ready for that. Um, Absolutely. uh, We've got new server space. We're ready. Uh, Love you guys very much. And anybody who's listening that that knows me, you know, just love you too and and thankful for you. And and, uh, yeah, it's been fun. We ain't getting married, girl. Thanks, Joel. RPGO. Yeah. She says she in love. What's that? Trust. What's that? Us. What's that? Yeah. I'm married to the gang. Don't be playing games. Only bringing flowers to the homies' grave. She says she in love. What's that? Trust. What's that? Us. What's that? Yeah. I'm married to the money, don't be playing games Only bringing flowers to the homies' grave Red Ferrari seats, all my homies let out on these streets Makeup on my sheets, makeup, sex, stress Hope she leave, reaching for my keys She like, where you going? Stay with me Hate to see a bed, she don't want me dead Posted on the block, when it's war, ain't no warning shouts